Dalid Kislev, Taf Shin Pei, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. with brand new music off of Tama volume number 5 opens things up on this week's live edition of the Israel Show welcome in one and all welcome to the Israel Show my name is Mayor Weingarten you're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network we're here each and every Monday immediately following JM in the AM 9am Eastern 4pm Israel time around the world wherever you are whatever time it is that is the time that we are on 
But of course, but of course, we were also available on demand at the Nachum Siegel Network website, NachumSiegel.com, or on the amazing, free Nachum Siegel Network app, available for Apple and Android devices. You know what you can do? You can download the show into your device, listen whenever you want, wherever you want, without it costing you any money. You download it while you're in Wi-Fi, and then you listen on the road. It is the greatest. It's the latest. It's the Nachum Siegel Network app. I have a little bit of a cold. You might hear that in my voice. So I ask your somewhat of indulgence today. We have some brand new music coming up. Do we have some brand new music? Well, we just played a brand new piece of music. Yes, that was the debut of Yonatan. Then we have other... Yes, we also do have another piece of brand new music. Yeshlanu et HaKoach, which is a combination of uh, uh, several Israeli recording stars. We'll share the lists with you. Uh, not the list. We'll share the words with you a little later. And um, it's a really, really nice song. You just never know what's going to come out of Israel as far as um, everything, but here's music being recorded by quote-unquote secular recording artists and the words there talk about God and and Lashon Hara and anti-Lashon Hara, obviously, and so forth. Anyway, um, we are going to touch upon the issue of uh, public transportation on Shabbat in the State of Israel. We'll touch upon it, probably go into it at greater depth at a future, on a future show, but it's important to touch upon it because it is starting to happen. It has happened over the last two weeks, and uh, wh- what do you say? The, the uh, dam has been busted, the levee is broken, and um, soon this will be something that will unfortunately be seen throughout the country. Right now it's only in the Tel Aviv area. In the wider, broader Tel Aviv area. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We have a um, somewhat of a Meir Milim segment. We haven't done that in a very long time, but uh, I'll share some thoughts with you about um, a word that appeared in this past week's parasha and some of the thoughts that come with it. Um, oh, I'll do a quick review about... Um, I watched the... Um, Netflix series called The Devil Next Door, and it's a do- documentary about the Demyanyuk trial. If you're not familiar with it, um, I'll, I'll explain a little bit about it. It's a mini-series on Netflix, five episodes, um, and I will tell you what I thought about it. All that and more, and lots and lots and lots of great Israeli music and our Israeli music mix. Here's Katafti Alayich Shir. Also relatively new song, really cool stuff by Omar Adam. My name is Mayor Wangarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. ולי אין כוח כבר לקום מה עשית לי יפה שלי את מהירה לי את היקום בלעדייך אני לא אני כבר אין עם מי לצחוק בלילה 
אז כתבתי עלייך שיר, מילים פשוטות עם הגיטרה. אז תבואי אליי הלילה, נתחבק, נתרגש ביחד, ואתן לך להרגיש הכי 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 מיוחדת. אולי תבואי אליי לרגע, בישלתי משהו טעים, נשים שירים שאת אוהבת, ונרקוד כמו ילדים. עכשיו תגידי, יש תרופה ללב שבור, בואי נברח מכאן עכשיו, אולי ניתן עוד הזדמנות. ונשב שם במרפסת, נפתח את הלב, נדבר גלויות, ולאט לאט בשקט אגלה בך את הסודות. אז תבואי אליי הלילה, נתחבק, נתרגש ביחד. נתרגש ביחד, ואתן לך להרגיש הכי 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 מיוחדת, אולי תבואי אליי לרגע, בישלתי משהו די, נשים שירים שאת אוהבת, ונרקוד כמו Omer Adam, number one recording artist in the state of Israel. A guy who does not consider himself, quote-unquote, dati, traditional, orthodox, well, let's say orthodox, refuses to perform on Shabbat. The number one recording artist in Israel who does not wear a kippah, refuses and has refused very lucrative deals to perform on Shabbat. That should say a lot. But, as more and more people understand the importance of Shabbat, there is an erosion of the public Shabbat taking place right now in the state of Israel. The uh, city of Tel Aviv, together with four other smaller suburbs, municipalities, started two weeks ago, two Shabbatot ago, to offer public transportation on Shabbat. Limited, but very open, very public, with a tremendous amount of publicity. So... What's the history behind all this? At the founding of the State of Israel, there was a so-called unwritten agreement, which everybody in Israel who's into anything knows is called the status quo. 
the status quo, which means whatever is now, that's what will continue to be. Whatever was before this point will continue after this point. Menachem Begin, who was a, a, a lawyer, a trained lawyer, trained in Europe, and therefore knew some Latin, always used to say, status quo is not enough. You have to say status quo ante. Ante meaning from before, the status quo of before, what was before. Which meant, being that there was no public transportation on Shabbat before the founding of the State of Israel, there will continue not to be. However, for example, in Haifa, where there was public transportation on Shabbat, it continued to be so throughout all these years. Haifa was pretty much the only Jewish, or mixed in this case, but Israeli city that had public transportation on Shabbat. As the years go by, the status quo erodes. Every side claims that the erosion is happening on their side. For example, with the advent of television, there was a question of whether television should be on Shabbat. Well, the religious Orthodox leadership said there was no television on Shabbat before this state, so the status quo would mean there wouldn't be after. The other side claimed, well, there was no television before the state, so you can't say that this is part of the status quo, and courts ruled, of course, Israeli courts, not big fans of orthodoxy. Israeli courts ruled television on Shabbat, radio on Shabbat. Over the past decades, there has been further erosion. Stores, shopping malls were open on Shabbat. And recently, in Tel Aviv, we've discussed it here at great length over the past few years, there was an opening of some smaller stores, general stores where you would go in if you needed some milk or if you needed some little thing like, I don't know, I guess I would say like a 7-Eleven or something, you know, where people uh, could pick up something if they were missing something in the house. They started opening up and um, the city would not enforce the law that would not allow them to open up. Now, what happened was that the small shopkeeper was put in a situation that if he doesn't open up his shop on Shabbat, then these other 7-Elevens, so to speak, which are part of a big chain, are going to take away all their business. So the small shopkeepers, who themselves were not necessarily Shomer Shabbat, went to court to to uh, demand enforcement of the law, of the law that there is a law that you can't carry on business on Shabbat in Israel. There is such a law. It has to be enforced, obviously. There are also local authorities do have also the ability to say, okay, I'm going to open up a theater or some other um, public form of, um, of Chilul Shabbat, if you will. So this erosion has continued and continued and continued. The big sticking point always has been public transportation because 
the the non-religious, the secular, or the traditional people who did not have cars say, we don't want to be stuck in the house on Shabbat if there's no public transportation. We want to be able to go to the beach or do whatever we want. If you're not Shomer Shabbat, if Shabbat's just a nice day off for you, let's say, like for those living in the States, Sunday, you have the day off, imagine on Sunday you wouldn't be able to go anywhere because there wasn't public transportation. Those who live in New York are saying to themselves, there's barely public transportation anyway. Um, And so this has been a hot-button issue for the longest time. The mayor of Tel Aviv... Well, let's start this way. The mayor of Tveria, who's a really, I don't know what to call him, a boisterous boor who has put on his, uh, has made his big flag, so to speak, his banner has been to uh, knock the Orthodox and anything that smacks of Orthodoxy decided that he, the city, is going to sponsor buses on Shabbat, and it failed because no one was interested. Nobody ended up going on his buses on Shabbat. And with all the noise that it made, it ran for one Shabbat, and that was it. And I think there was one other attempt in another town in Israel. Two weeks ago, the mayor of Tel Aviv said, we are now going to run public transportation, a limited public transportation that will go to four of the suburbs around us and take people to central areas, to the beach, or in, and so forth. How do they get around the law? They said, we're not going to charge for the bus. We're going to call it a city service, and it's for free. And it's coming out of the city budget, which obviously can't last for that long. But trust me, there's so many anti-religious forces right now in the country that are behind this that they would find funding for it in a second. The first week in Tel Aviv area was very successful and so they claimed they had to add buses for the second week and this past Shabbat, two days ago, was the second week which again, the buses were filled so they claimed, so the media reports are of course all the media back this they're celebrating this great victory over the religious um, religious parties and religious people. And if you care about Shabbat, obviously it hurts you to see not only this happening, but the joy with which this is happening. And it brings us to a bigger question, the question of separation of church and state, question of what Shabbat means what a, what Shabbat in the public square means in a, in a Jewish state. A lot of difficult questions which have to be answered, and yet how do you deal with a an overwhelming majority in that area of citizens who want and need public transportation? So we'll share with you a little bit of one of the ways of thinking about it which has been presented over the past few years. We'll do that right after this song. We're going to play, this is the new song, Yeshliet HaKoach. Should we do that? Yeah, I guess we'll do that. Where is it? 
Here's the refrain. It starts in English. Don't get worried. Yes, I don't know why. And then it goes on to Hebrew. I have the power to only be happy. With such that will brighten my day. Which is a slogan of the uh, people who are trying their best to fight. Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara does not speak to me. Mazal sheyesh po Elokim echad rak me'elai. Thankfully, there is one God above. Ki yesh lanu etakoch rati smoch. We have the the power to be happy, only to be happy. Lechabeket hachayim to hug life. Ki lo huftach lanu od yom. We have no guarantee. There's no promise that there's going to be another day. Every day might be our last. Nishmar la'olam shuhu bara. Let us care for the world that He, with a capital H, God. Created I don't know if this is some sort of a dream, just a song, but uh, this is a a hope and a wish, and if you allow me to say so, a tefillah coming from Omer Adam, Moshe Peretz, Neta Barzilai, Rotem Korn, and Eli um, Mariano. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We used to make mistakes Cause nobody wants to be alone The world is under our skin Like a sunburn How people make this place So powerful but never show Every smile on the face Never let go Call you my chayim and matana Me'ava b'shamayim Ve'gam ima adama Lo lefakhet pashut limot Mitaruyot Z'e chalek me'adereh וזה פותח את הלב כמו אלף מגרות לחזור אל התמימותיי וכל המנגינות כמו שיר אחד ארוך שלא נגמר שוב זמזמתי מגינות שבי הדליקו מהדורות
A uh, combined effort, Omer Adam, Moshe Peretz, Neta Barzilai, Rotem Cohen, and Eli Mariano. I think that's the name of the last person. Um, it fits right in with what we're talking about. On one hand, you have... I learned for about a year and a half of my life after high school in the yeshiva in Brooklyn called Emek Halacha and the Rosh Yeshiva there. Very special man. Tobio Goldstein, that's all. used to say that we live in a time where light and darkness are, are in control at the same time in one big, one big mess. So, you can have the light of these singers who do not consider themselves orthodox, who sing about Elohim Echad, who created the world, who sing about Lashon Hara Lom Daberilai, Havat Chinam. And then you can have, in the political world, unfortunately, that's where it, that's that's the problem. In the political world, those who are just waiting to stick it to the religious Jews, in your face, we're going to have buses on Shabbat, and to heck with everything. So, over the past, I don't know, decade or so, there's been an initiative undertaken by two non-political thinkers, leaders in the Israeli uh, society, a judge, a high-ranking judge by the name of Ruth Gabizon, and the Rosh Yeshiva, one of the two Rosh Yeshiva in the Yeshiva in the Gush, 
who today, I believe, celebrate their 51st anniversary, which is a story in and of itself, Rav Yaakov Meidan, who got together and said, we have to come up with some form of mutual living, some way that religious and non-secular, traditional and orthodox can all live together. And they came up with a document called Yozmat Gabizon Meidan, the Meidan Gabizon Initiative. Very controversial in many, in, in, surely in many Orthodox, of the many parts of the Orthodox world. But Rav Meidan says, if we don't come to an understanding, then we will lose it all. And I think here's a great example of what's happening now that shows that he was right. For example, when it comes to public transportation, the this initiative, which is very long, it's it's uh, well over, um, I believe it's well over. I think the summary is eighty pages. The idea is, for example that there would be very limited public transportation in certain cities where there's an overwhelming majority of non-religious Jews who want it. At the same time, the other side, that means you have to agree to both sides of this, there will be absolutely no business, mischar, there will, there will be no business taking place on Shabbat. Stores will not be open, malls will not be open, 7-Elevens will not be open and so forth. And in so doing, preserve really the very structure and public part of the Shabbat at the cost of, in certain areas, providing um, public transportation for those who want it. And as Rev. Maidan said, it's not like those people who are going to get on a bus we're sitting at home and learning the Dafyomi. The problem is in Israel that religion is, po- is political. And so whatever initiative comes up and whatever ideas come up, the politics of it is going to really take over and um, not allow almost anything to happen. And it's a shame. I'm not for separation of church and state or synagogue and state in Israel, but those who are use this as their main claim. And uh, there's a strong aspect to it. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so um, we're going to take another musical break. When we come back, we're going to sh- share with you, I'm going to share with you a thought about um, a word that appears this past week's parsha and how we understand it and uh, different ideas of where the word appears elsewhere and other understandings of the same word. And all of that will be coming up <clears throat> right after Bat Ella with, uh, it's a classic song, which she covers it, she re- re-records it making it her own. Elohim Natan Matana. God has given us so many gifts. My name is Bea Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show. That's one of the gifts God has given me. 
on the Nachum Siegel Network, and there's another gift. Elohim natan lecha b'matana Et ha'chaim al p'nei ha'adama Shalom al God has given us, has given us so many gifts. We are so blessed, especially in our generation. Let me tell you, we are so blessed. I was listening uh, recently to uh, somebody, uh, a lecture somebody was giving. It was actually a dialogue. And um, two Orthodox Jews, rabbis, and one was saying... You know, this is such a difficult time in our community. This is a, a terrible time. It's an ace tzara and whatever. And I think to myself, where were you like a generation and a half ago? You're, you're calling this a terrible time when we just came out of the... We still have Holocaust survivors amongst us. We have a state of Israel. We have so much going on here and 
turn around that you want to talk about horrible. Anyway. So, in this past week's parsha, we read the story of Yaakov and Esav, who got along beautifully like brothers, like Cain and Hevel, I like to say. Um, and Yaakov, as we all know, comes into his father dressed as Esav, and his father can't really see, so he just, you know, pats his arm to to try and identify who it is that he's talking to. And he's confused. And he says, Hakol kol Yaakov hayadayim yedei Esav, which has become a theme throughout Jewish history, right? The voice is that of Yaakov's. But the arms, when I feel them, they're hairy, those are the arms of Esau. Rashi says, call Yaakov, the voice of Yaakov, not necessarily meaning the actual voice, because as I think the Rashbam points out, they're twins, so they, they could very well be that they sound very much alike. But the Kol Yaakov means the way he expresses himself. Rashi says, Shemidaber b'lashon tachanunim kumna Right? The Pasuk um, previous says, when Yaakov comes in with the food that Rivka made, he says to his father, kumna sheva ve'ochla mitzaydi ba'avur tevarchani nafshecha Rise up and eat and you know sit up and eat from the food and so forth it says kumna which Rashi understands as please the word na meaning please um, kumna please arise so Rashi says that that kind of nice language is Yaakov's the way Yaakov speaks Esav doesn't speak that way get up So, the, what's the problem with that? The problem is that in the beginning of this very parsha, and, and Rashi knew this as well, at the beginning of the very parsha, where Yaakov and Esav meet each other, and Esav is terribly hungry, desperate for some food, and he says to Yaakov, Vayomer Esav al Yaakov, this is a quote, Hal na min ha'adom ha'adom hazek please pour down my throat from this red stuff because I am tired but actually also hungry. He says, na. Please. The same word. So why would Rashi say that Esav doesn't speak in that way? The answer is that the word na has two meanings. Or I should say at least two meanings. And if you look at, for example, the Targum of Unculus, where Yaakov comes in and says to his father, Kum na Shiva, the Targum is Kum Cha'an Istachar. Please get up now. 
and I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that part. Where 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 Esav is saying the word na doesn't mean please. It could mean it could mean something else. It doesn't have to mean please. It could mean now because the word na has two meanings: please and now. So haliteni na means feed me now. And there the Targum says Cha'an now Give me now from this food, not please give me from this food. Rashi understands that in that way, and in our Pasuk in <coughs> where Yaakov comes into Yitzchak, where he says Kumna, Rashi understands there it would mean please. And therefore Yitzchak is taken aback. Why is he talking in such a nice, friendly fashion, courteous fashion. Esav wouldn't talk like that. The Targum on this, as I mentioned, the Targum here, Kum Nashiva also says Kum Cha'an, get up now. He doesn't understand that as Rashi. So, here's a two-letter word, Na, Nun Aleph, which has two meanings, now and please. The word appears hundreds and hundreds of times in Tanakh and obviously opens many, many different possibilities of how to understand the word na in different places. Understand, for example, when Esav comes in and says, please give me food quickly, we can understand that it means quickly because the whole pasuk is talking about his rush to get some food. He's hungry. He's tired. He's just come in from the fields. He's dying for something. Give it to me now. So it's easy to understand the word na in this case as quickly, not please. And I read that a, a chef who is very understanding of how we create lentil soup, says that lentils, the lentils that you put in to, uh, into the water when you are making lentil soup, do not stay red for very long. So if Esav is saying, Ha'adom, Ha'adom, Hazeg, give me from these lentils that are, that give me from this stuff that's red, he saw it when it was still early in the process of being, it not even fully cooked. But he's in such a rush that he wants to eat it even though it's not fully cooked. So that observation that lentils don't become, uh, lose their redness pretty early in the cooking process adds to our understanding that na here means now. Now and please. We have a another pasuk we should look at in Bemidbar Yudbet. Famous, famous pasuk when Moshe prays for Miriam that she should be healed. It's the shortest. They say it's the shortest prayer. Vayitzak Moshe Hashem leimor. Leimor means open quote. Kel na rifa na la. God, please heal her. 
But the word na here appears twice for some reason. Kel na, rifa na, la. And quite a number of Rishonim, including the Targum, and I'll quote from right now from the Bechor Shor, who's a Rishon. Na Rishon Lashon Bakasha Vehasheni Lashon Ata. That the two meanings of the word na actually both appear in this Pasuk. Kel na, please God. Rifan na, heal her quickly. So that second na is now, fast, quickly. And here you have both in one Pasuk. Kel na, Rifana la. The first is please, the second is quickly. The Targum also says that. The Targum Onkelis on that Pasuk also says. Eloka bevau, please God. Asi cha'an yasei. Heal her now. Cha'an. And there's one little piece that we should add to all of this. Na na na. <laughs> There's a pasuk in Shmot, Parakud Bet, Pasuk Tet, talks about how we have to eat the uh, Korban Pesach. And it says you can't eat it raw. Al Tochlumi Menu Na, Nun Aleph, the same Na. What does that mean here, nah? Lo techlun minei kad chai. You can't eat it while it's alive, so to speak. Can't eat it raw. When you eat it, it has to be cooked. Well, if you eat it before it's cooked, that's the ultimate in, in fast. How quickly are you going to eat it? It's like the soup that isn't even... That, that still is red because it hasn't... The lentils haven't changed the color when they're fully cooked. So it could be that the word na, which in this case, is, I believe it's the only case in the Torah where the word na means um, raw, that the word na comes from the idea that na means now. Now, in a hurry. The ultimate hurry is eating something that's not cooked at all. And maybe that ties it all together. So there you go. I, I actually wanted to play a song that has na 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 in it. I don't know if I'm going to find one. So <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. I shared that with a few friends. Each one kicked in a little piece of understanding, and together um, we pre- I presented it to you now. Um, here is Hanan uh, Benari. Yo, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Yochai Benavi with uh, not a new song, but a new to me song. Datimile da. I am. An FFB from from birth, and as he likes to say in the song, there's nothing wrong with that. Very cute. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Na 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 na
לא טעמתי חזיר, לא למדתי כפירה, מעולם לא כיתתי רגליי בין כתות, מימיי לא חיפשתי עצמי בין דתות. לא, לא התעוררתי אחרי הצבא, אין לי הילה של חוזר בתשובה. דתי מלידה ואני מאושר, שימוני החי, הנה אני מתפלל במניין באופן קבוע מתחת גדי לא תמצא קעקוע אין לי סיפור לספר לעולם אני סתם איש פשוט ממש כמו כולם סוד קטן אגלה אם תסכימו לשמוע גם דתי מלידה יודע לדמוע גם הוא נופל וקשה לו לקום גם בעיניו העולם לעיתים קצת עקום אני די מוכר, לעיתים מתבלבל, הוא מרגיש מנוכר. מתרחק, מתקרב, הולך ובא. גם דתי מלידה, וגם בעל תשובה. נה 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 Thank <laughs> you. 
Sagiv Cohen with Imesh Kachech Yerushalayim before that Datim Leida Yochai Ben Avi If you're not familiar with the case of the uh, of John Demyanyuk or Ivan Demyanyuk uh, he was uh, a Ukrainian born <coughs> person who spent good part of World War II as a uh, guard in an extermination camp called Sobivor. In 1952, he emigrated to the United States, lived in Cleveland, he worked in an auto factory, didn't make a lot of noise until after much investigation the United States was convinced that he is a war criminal that he was a uh, Nazi guard it was believed in Treblinka he was extradited to Israel. There was a trial. He was found guilty. The trial was very public. It was in the news around the world. He appealed, and ultimately the Israeli court said they they believed that he was a horrible war criminal but they couldn't prove exactly where he was during the war and so forth and whether he was in fact who they said he claimed he was Ivan the Terrible he was sent back to America but thankfully his life until he died was not not one of uh, 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 it was not a pleasant calm life he kept being sued he was he was extradited to other countries he died in 2012 while he was still being tried I, I, in, in, in Germany. Whether you lived through it or you didn't, I lived through it, this trial. But there's so many things I didn't remember about it. Netflix has put together a documentary which I found to be very good. 
worth watching. It's five episodes. It's an average of about 45 minutes each. If you have kids that are of high school age, it could be a great idea to watch it with them. It's called The Devil Next Door. How a guy just living next to you in Cleveland, Ohio might actually be a Nazi that tortured Jews for several years in the East, in Eastern Europe. Okay, we're going to wrap up with, uh, who are we going to wrap up with? Uh, Natan Gosh and Yishai Ribo with Nechakelecha, which we debuted last week, which is a really popular and good song. Before that, we say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel, and especially today, which is the seventh anniversary of the Israel Show. We are starting our eighth year. Wow. Amazing. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports, and then Novik Now with Jake Novik, and after that, the great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following Jamie and the Aim, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Shampoo, let's go.